Welcome to our message for our Christmas Eve candlelight communion service in 2023, December 24th. It's already here. I hope you're having a blessed, blessed holiday season. Our text for this evening comes from the Gospel of Luke, chapter 2, verses 1 through 20, what we frequently call the Christmas story. And it came to pass in those days that a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be taxed. And this taxing was first made when Cyrenius was governor of Syria. And all went to be taxed, everyone into his own city. And Joseph also went up from Galilee, out of the city of Nazareth, into Judea, under the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David, to be taxed with Mary, his espoused wife, being great with child. And so it was, that while they were there, the days were accomplished that she should be delivered. And she brought forth her firstborn son, and wrapped him in swaddling clothes, and laid him in a manger, because there was no room for them in the inn. And there were in that same country shepherds abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone round them, and they were sore afraid. And the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you. You shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. And it came to pass, as the angels were gone away from them into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go now, uh, even unto Bethlehem, to see this thing which has come to pass, which the Lord has made known unto us. And they came with haste, and found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in a manger. And when they had seen it, they made known abroad the saying which was told them concerning the child. And all that all they that heard it wondered at those things which were told to them by the shepherds. But Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen as it was told unto them. Let us pray. Lord Jesus, just as you came into this world over 2,000 years ago in a manger, come into our hearts tonight through the act of Holy Communion. Lord, bless this time of worship, be present with us, and help us to receive anew the Christ child into our lives, that we also might live as people of peace. Lord, I ask that the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my strength and my Redeemer. Amen. He came to his own, and his own received him not. That's how John tells the story. The very world Jesus created had no room for his presence. The people he came to save simply pushed him away. And let's be clear, there were no Motel 6s in first century Bethlehem. Jesus did not get turned away from the Holiday Inn by some stranger known as the innkeeper. In fact, there's no innkeeper in the story. Hospitality was an essential virtue in the Jewish culture. It was part of their religion, You always welcome strangers into your home. That's part of the Old Testament teaching. The word we translate as in in English 
in the original language is actually catalumati, and it means guest room, a, a room in the house that's reserved just for this occasion. Joseph was taking his pregnant wife to his hometown. He knocked on the doors of family members. They took a look at his pregnant fiance and said, nope, not in my house. Mary and Joseph knew that God was coming into the world, but that night their family was too, quote unquote, righteous to welcome the God who was coming to save them. That night, the people on whose, door, on whose doors they knocked were too righteous to receive God. You hear the irony in that? So Jesus made his grand entrance into creation in a cave where he was laid in a feeding trough. No room for God. Jesus was left out. It's just one of the ways that folks like me identify with the incarnation. I know the feeling of being left out. Not getting to tag along with my older brothers when I was a, when I was a kid. I'm the youngest of four, and and my nearest brother to me is seven years older to me. They would run off and do things, and and I didn't get to tag along. I would feel that feeling of being left out, uh, never gaining access to the older neighbor's treehouse. They had a wonderful treehouse, and I was never allowed to see it. Still to this day, don't know what it was like inside. I know what it's like being the last one picked in a schoolyard pick, even after the girls sometimes, and in my day, that was tough. Those don't seem like a big deal now, I realize, but they were huge when I was a kid. And even today, when I find myself left out, those memories come flooding back. They trigger me back to that day of, of being all alone and lonely. Somehow, it's helpful to know that I am never alone in my loneliness, though. My left-out God is always there with me. You've experienced it too, haven't you? Do you know the feeling of being left out, unwanted even? Do you sometimes wonder if anyone cares? Experts say that in this world where people are constantly connected through technology, that we are actually more disconnected than ever. Our ability to connect through through video and chat makes us more connected, but it causes us to stay further apart and feel that disconnection, that loneliness. The church should be the safe place where people always find welcome, acceptance, and affirmation. Of all the places on earth, this should be the space where people feel embraced. But even we who follow the babe in a manger fail to make room sometimes. I heard a story years ago in a, in a church meeting that we were holding away from the church building. A woman shared with me in that worship setting that as a teenager, she had gone to church one Sunday evening in blue jeans. One of the leaders of the church came and told her that she would need to leave and go home and put on something more appropriate and then come back. Well, she left and she never came back. In fact, for 50 years, she never came back. The first time in over 50 years that she was in worship again was when we went to her apartment complex to hold worship in her place instead of on church grounds. Because sometimes we get it wrong. Sometimes we push people away. We make them feel unwelcomed just as Jesus was unwelcomed. 
There are people who are afraid to show up to church because of marriage struggles, because of divorce. When people are going through hard times, they tend to run away from church, fearing judgment rather than running to church to experience grace. One couple in our town told me that they didn't feel welcomed in churches in Tuscaloosa because they happened to own a bar. Sometimes we get it wrong. But Jesus came anyway. The rejection didn't stop him. He's shown up tonight for all of us who wonder and all of us who wonder. He embraces all who come. He did that in his earthly ministry. He continues to do that on this very evening. Jesus embraces all who will come near. And as many as receive him, that is, as many as make room for him, as many as will welcome his embrace, he gives the authority to become children of God. I don't know what you've been through in life, the good and the bad, the highest of highs and the lowest of lows. I do know this tonight, though. As we celebrate the arrival of the Christ child, there is always room at Christ's table. Always. If you've already discovered that you're welcome here, then I'm glad you're here. Welcome. Come and feast at the table of our Lord. If you've ever felt there was no room for you for any reason, if you've ever felt excluded or left out, if you've ever felt there was no room for any reason, tonight we have a place reserved for you. You are important. You are treasured. You are loved. Amen.